Welcome back to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. And today we're addressing the issue of the role of the Holy Spirit and prayer in apologetics. Some people think that all we need is just prayer and the Holy Spirit and not to worry about the techniques or tactics we use in defending our faith and sharing it. Others would think of apologetics as the sure answer where we don't think about prayer or the Holy Spirit because we're so good at techniques. Uh, The truth is both are necessary. It's a false dichotomy to say we only need one. Rather, we need the Holy Spirit in prayer uh, to empower what we are doing as we employ tactics in engaging unbelievers in defending the Christian faith. So let's start with the Holy Spirit. What, what role does the Holy Spirit play in the apologetic encounter when I'm talking with an unbeliever about the gospel? Well, first of all, as Scott Oliphant uh, at Westminster Theological Seminary says, the Holy Spirit is the power and ultimate persuasion behind apologetics. That is, we dare not seek to persuade unbelievers of the truth of the gospel in our own power. And this goes right to the heart of what is the gospel, what is salvation. We'll cover that in future episodes, but very quickly, if we think of salvation merely as a ticket to heaven, uh, then it's hard to really imagine where the Holy Spirit is needed in that. But the way the Bible portrays salvation is that it is the regeneration of a dead heart. It's the Holy Spirit transforming a person who's dead in sin and giving them new life, eternal life. It's also union with Christ, where we are brought into a a real spiritual union with Jesus Christ. And obviously that is not something that can happen through human effort. The Holy Spirit has to be the one who causes that to happen. So when we share the truth of the gospel, we have to remember that our part is to share the truth, to plant seeds, to tell the story of Christ and to defend it the best we can, while we realize that it's the Holy Spirit who has to convict someone of their sin. The Holy Spirit is the one who has to draw that person to belief in Christ. So that means that when I share the gospel with someone, I'm not trying to convert him by my own power but rather sharing and defending the truth that he must embrace in order to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. And this is important, otherwise we can quickly depend on our own persuasiveness and personality to evangelize. We can come to believe that it is our eloquence and ability that brings people to Christ. Some people are naturally gifted with outgoing personalities. They talk to people easily. They start conversations with strangers and are winsome and friendly. And that is not bad. However, if we begin to trust in that, and that becomes uh, all that we depend on is our own friendliness, uh, we will quickly depend upon ourselves and not on the Holy Spirit. This focus on technique uh, that comes from that often results in pressure, manipulation, coercing unbelievers into doing things like making a decision, praying a prayer. Uh, We have to remember that techniques or tactics are important, but the whole gospel witnessing, the whole sharing of the gospel is not about simply selling people something. And the truth is, if you depend too much on techniques, you will come across as a salesman. But the Bible never describes salvation as merely the result of making a decision 
Rather, a person is saved when he repents of his sin and places his faith in Christ. So in order for a person to repent, he must first be convicted of his sin to the point that he wants to turn from sin to Christ. And this will not happen if the Holy Spirit is not bringing that conviction, drawing him to Christ. Also, while we confront unbelievers with a need to repent of sin, only the Holy Spirit can produce real repentance. Think about Esau. Hebrews 12.17 tells us that Esau tried to the point of tears to repent, but could not because the Spirit had not convicted him of that. So when we talk to people about the gospel, we want to share the truth as persuasively as we can. But unless the Holy Spirit's convicting them, drawing them, showing them their need for Christ, uh, we cannot bring them to uh, conversion. We can't make them be saved. Only the Spirit can do that. Secondly, along with the Holy Spirit, uh, is the matter of prayer. Uh, Prayer is so important when it comes to salvation. Apologetics is a spiritual battle more than it is an intellectual battle, because an unbeliever's opposition to the truth is primarily an ethical one, not an intellectual one. And prayer is the primary evidence that we are depending on God and not on ourselves. So those who pray much are fully dependent. Those who pray little demonstrate self-reliance for the persuasiveness of their witness. When we pray for God to save someone, think about this, we're asking God to override her blindness to help her see the light of the knowledge of the glory of God, as 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says. We're asking God to stop that person from continuing in unbelief. We're asking God to show her the emptiness of life without Christ. In every version of our prayers for unbelievers, we are asking God to do what we cannot. And this is why prayer is so important. Sometimes you'll meet someone and seek to engage them with the gospel, and they're just simply impossible to engage. And that is a good reminder that we must pray for that person, pray for the Holy Spirit to open their eyes, to bring them to repentance. So the roles of the Holy Spirit in prayer should increase our confidence to share the gospel because we know the power does not come from us. Our role is simply pray and speak. God's job is to save. The Holy Spirit in prayer are the means by which closed doors and closed hearts are opened, as Paul says in Colossians 4. Well, I hope this episode has helped you think through the role of the Holy Spirit in prayer and that that increases your confidence that you can share the gospel knowing that it's the work of the Spirit to bring change, to bring salvation. And our role is simply to plant seeds of the gospel. May God bless you as you seek to do that. This is Dr. Mark Farnham saying goodbye.